Coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California, I'm Karen. I'm Katie. I'm Anne. And this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Happy June, everybody. Happy June. Actually, recording in the month that we will be releasing it. Yeah, what? we're not in the future or past or past. whatever. <laughs> Looking to the future. Yeah. How's it going? How's everybody doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Good. I like gray. Me too. But it's getting to be a bunch. Nope. I'm so Perfect. tired. I'm kind of. I'm kind of gray. I, I, I love it sometimes, and then I don't love it. But it's like. I want. You, but some, you like the coolness. I want some gosh darn sunshine. But you like the coolness, right? Because it's then it makes the ice even better. No, I mean it's fine. I'm just tired. I don't live in Southern California. Somebody say that somebody told me today that they didn't pay the sunshine tax for nothing. It's like I want to have the sunshine that I pay a lot of money to enjoy. That is true. <laughs> that is true. But it, it I just don't funny. really cover that i know i know i hesitant i hesitate to complain july to august or it's october i want my son from may to august Mm. and then i want my fall from september to like november but that's not where we live but i complain every year about it so you know Mm. we're californians that's what we do don't complain that it's hot in october that's my no that's my one like new goal is to remember that october will be the hottest yeah why do we forget every year I don't know. Not like we but haven't we, lived here for October. Shouldn't be the hottest, but it is. No, so August, September, September. Usually September, October. But yeah, there is what should be and what is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to live in reality if reality doesn't let me have the weather I want. That's exactly how I feel right now when I want some <laughs> gosh darn sunshine. Oh well, who wants to jump into what they're working on today? Uh, <laughs> I guess I could go first. Um, I am. I have like zero knitting mojo lately, like Aww. none. And it happens every once yeah. in a while, right? You just totally don't feel does. like it. Nope. I haven't really felt like knitting or crocheting, and like, and I don't. None of my projects, well, I should not say none because I have hundreds of projects, but (laughs) none of the projects that are, like, easily readily available are, like, simple enough that I could just, like, zone out and not do anything, you know? do them, yeah. Right. So I was, like, because, you know, sometimes at night I'm, like, I want to do something, but I don't want to think about anything. So I went into my stash and I pulled out a special skein of yarn. Um, Mm. This is, I bought it in Ireland on our last trip. It's, um, it's so pretty. I bought it in Galway, and it's just a fingering weight, um, like it's such a Donegal rich, tweed. It's kind of navy, but not navy. Yeah, I almost thought it was black before I like really looked. Yeah, at it. it's like a deep navy. It's got little flecks of little tweedy bits in it, and I cast on just a sock head hat, which is which takes forever to knit, but it's like but it's easy because I don't have to think. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. just a, a a nice little treat project that's uh nothing complicated that i have to think about um i worked a little bit on my far away far away sweater this month but i haven't made much progress on it um and in the in my void of knitting i have been doing diamond painting which <laughs> which is You've a, done that, haven't you? 
Yeah, it's yeah. It's it's a it's, it's an art form that I like. I don't love the art that I come out with. Like I think they could be a little. They could be very cheesy. And like I'm not gonna hang it on my wall. Maybe in my office, but like maybe not in my home. <laughs> like, but they're very satisfying to do. And it's sort of like it's like cross stitch. Like is how I feel about mm-hmm. it. But it's simpler than that because I don't have to like thread my needle, cut my yarn. Like mm-hmm. it's it's just like paint by number. It's yep. no brainer. So that's sort of like what I have been doing at home in the meantime. Is that I've just you know plug away on that, and it's something for my fingers to do when I'm don't feel like doing anything. It's also I was talking to somebody this week about knitting and how I've reached a point in my knitting where I don't feel like I can zone out and knit and like only focus on that because I feel like my brain is broken. I'm also need to listen to a podcast or listen to a book or watch a movie. Like it's not engaging enough to be the only thing. And like, I would love to sit in knit in quiet without any, you know, maybe some music on or whatever, but I just Mm -hmm. get bored sometimes. Yep. And for whatever reason, the diamond painting is, like, engaging enough that I can focus on that. I don't need music or a podcast or anything. Mm-mm. And I feel like that's good for my brain to not have three different distractions at the exact same time. Yeah. So that is what I have been doing in the meantime. So. Uh, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm so close to finishing the one that I started in 2020. But I haven't touched in two years. <laughs> That's fair. I finished. It's the last I, two inches on a sleeve. <laughs> I, I think about it because it is. You get in this zone of picking very up zen. a color. It is very zen and relaxing. Yeah. And I felt so overwhelmed lately. I think I'm going to pick mine back up. Yeah. I uh, I started with this kit from uh, paint. Wait, oh, shoot. Now that I said it, I can't remember. Um, I'll look it up. Mm-hmm. But they were little mini canvases. And they're like three by four. Do they advertise on Instagram? Yes. yes. So they're the ones that I originally okay. bought from. And you, you do like themes. So I bought their um, National Parks kit. Oh, fun. And it's like 12 different little mini canvases. And those were fun. I did all those. And then I have finished one sort of larger one that's maybe like 10 by 12. And I'm working on another one that is, I think, probably about 12 inches square or so. But yeah, they're uh, I applaud you. good uh, zoning out. Forgive me for not saying... I'm going to do this, so I'm going to take the biggest one possible. No, I knew that that was not <laughs> going to be a good idea. that's why I haven't finished. No. Well, you've, Smaller it's, ones. It's just your Smaller two different is so much approaches. Better. Yes. Like, oh. Katie is usually, I'm going to put my toe in. Yeah. Bite size. But you're a big picture. <laughs> Jump in. There Jump are in really the cool. Yeah, they're really Katie super cool. Uh, things. That's because I she bought the tiny does. one. She also doesn't finish things. <laughs> That's which true. Which the point of the whole pile of knitting projects. Yes. Which yeah. in itself can be just burdensome. Yeah. yeah. Like when you have a whole bunch of unfinished whatever. I don't want to think it about it. feels them. like a weight. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's what I have been doing mostly at, at like in the morning. If I can like sit for half an hour or an hour and like, you know, do that, then it's been good. I've been reading a little bit. So I also... I logged out of my personal Instagram account on my phone. I didn't delete it or anything, Mm -hmm. but like, and I don't remember what the password is. So I would have to like work to go back into it. So I don't like just spend hours scrolling on Instagram every night. We're in like a similar like vibe there because I took it off my homepage. Yeah. And so now I, it's small steps. It's like, I have to do a lot. It's much more conscientious if I'm going to open Instagram and it right. definitely helped me decrease the amount of time I'm on there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, it was like, 
if I opened up my phone, I'm like, oh, what's the weather going to be like today? I would start on Instagram and then mm-hmm. I would forget what I was doing mm-hmm. and I had been scrolling for 10 minutes and mm-hmm. it's like, I got to put, I got to put this down. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, I forgot to look at what the weather was supposed to be today. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So that's what I'm working on. That's fine. Yeah. And what are you working on? Well, I have been working on my hats for Year of Hats. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm working on the August one, which is a stranded hat with, mm. um, what is this cape? I like that called? braid, braid looking braid thing. Called? A Latvian braid. Thank you. It has Latvian braid. Love and it. And then a cute little, um, which is a very fun braid if you've never done it. It's like chaos making over two rounds. Like there's a setup round and two rounds where you twist the yarn in such a way to make this pretty braid. And halfway through the, when you're done with the first of those two twisting rounds, you think that you have ruined your yarn and that this is never going to work out. <laughs> and then you do the second round and it untwists itself. And it's really pretty impressive. Um, I'm treating all the hats as what I call living swatches. Uh huh. Um, this hat's going to be big. That is a big hat. <laughs> it's only twenty-two inches around. I was gonna say you're married to a person with a big head, yeah. so that's fine. Yeah, but he he doesn't. He wouldn't wear a hat this warm. But one of the other two people with big heads in my family would probably. It's about. It'll it'll fit. It's not huge. No, but but it, it's not as comfortable as I would like. I usually like a twenty-inch hat. Um, but I can reverse the colors and make it smaller. The nice thing about that hat, though, is because sometimes stranding can feel a little stiff. Mm -hmm. And so having it a little bigger means you can wear it comfortably without it cutting the circulation around your forehead. Yeah, which that's not fun either. (laughs) Cool. Um, And I knitted away on our little trip that we took Mm -hmm. and did not bring my sewing machine. And I wasn't even jealous that you guys had your sewing machines because I really wanted to do my knitting and I was knitting and reading and make like big progress on a book, but it was interesting. But I saw this fun quilt pattern while we were in one of the shops Mm. and it was right up my alley, but I didn't buy it because I didn't have my sewing machine and I knew it was kind of thing like if I bought, I want to do right away. Um, Or I would buy it and be excited about it for a day and then never make it. Yeah. (laughs) It's um, Cozy Cabin my Modernly Morgan. Oh, yeah. And um, it's a good test to see, like, if you really like something, if you make yourself wait for it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's digging in a bag. So she must have liked it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So so I kept thinking about it. I kept thinking about it. And the thing I really found appealing about how she presented the yardage is it's designed to buy short fat quarters. Okay. Which oh. I I, mm-hmm. I think is a very appealing way to present how to get my whole bunch of you know variety yeah. of fabrics because fat quarters are approachable. Yeah. Um. So the bigger story of enjoying this quilt pattern goes to will be in what have you finished? But it's a lot. It's a log cabin with a star in the center. Cute. Mm, that's pretty. I feel like I own this pattern, but I have not. I don't think I've made it. It's quite fun. Oh, that's nice. really pretty. I love because yep. the log cabins form the corners around the star. Well, log, sort of. you might not know this about me because I don't quilt that much, but log cabins are my ultimate favorite. Yeah. Um, Knitting and so Yes. Well, I mean, it's just the most appealing quilt pattern to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, always has been. My mom had these. There's a designer out there who has like two compendiums of all the log cabins that ever existed. Wow. <laughs> and I used to pour over those and imagine, because when they come together, they're so fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's a very appealing um, 
traditional quilt pattern to me. So I love, and then the stars are fun. And what's neat about this is the way she seats the stars. This the points don't kind of they're kind they of don't sitting matter. in the middle of the field. Love that. So mm-hmm. you don't have to match them up in throughout the entire block. There's places where the points kind of matter, but it's very forgiving for how your points end up. Nice. Um, so this one's mine. Nice. It has a pink background and it has teals and greens and peaches and cher- and like um, a bunch of fruit motifs in the patterns. So it's very much my colors and my favorite foods. I like the scrappy, <laughs> all the fun colors in yeah. it. So there's 12 um, prints on a pink background. Nice. Um, and it's very fun. And then I found this Frida Clough fabric that I was Ooh. like very fixated on. Now those are all fat quarters from Joanne. Uh-huh. And it's one of their cheap cotton. Yeah. This is going to disintegrate in not long. <laughs> I already know that. <laughs> so then I go and buy a twelve ninety nine a yard fabric to back it. For the backing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Maybe that'll help hold it together, That's you know? That's what I'm thinking. Give it a good foundation. That's what I'm thinking. So I didn't buy the one I thought I wanted first with, it has big, you know, Frida faces. Uh-huh. This is more of like an all over print oh, with it's perfect for like those animals oh. in her... It has almost every color in your fat yeah, quarter. So I mean, really every works. single color. Yeah, and if I ever turn my quilt over, yeah. I can just enjoy this whole cloth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, it's an Alexander Henry print. Very I cute. I love it. Called Deer Park. De Leon Design Group. Nice. So I'm very excited about that. Love that. Um, it is lovely. And because I, once you cut it out, the assembly is not that. Yeah, they intense. go kind of quick. Um, so, and then just kind of a pretty burgundy to go all the way around it. And those are the things I'm working on. Nice. My hats and that quote. Okay. Yeah. Short and sweet. Yeah. Karen, what are you working on? I had starditis this month. It's okay. It happens. <laughs> it's okay. Happens all the time. Some of the things... I- you mentioned I've been- during book club you'd had a very productive month. So I, I've been eager to hear as far as Milsey start starting stuff, um, <laughs> that's, that's productive. That's what we're going to talk about now. I'm cutting out fabric, okay? So starting at fabric, um, and of course I left it in my room. But um, when we were on our trip, I got the the fabric to make that. Um, it's just big block, ten inch blocks and five inch blocks. Mm-hmm. Side so to the side to make these rectangular shapes, all in coffin plaids and all kinds of not just coffin plaids but all kinds of flannel plaid fabric and the backing is the that ginormous panel of the national parks and i get i decided that would be my husband's birthday slash father's day gift since we his birthday Mm -hmm. is really close to father's day we're probably gonna celebrate them together and it's a big project so it's okay to give him one big thing for both um because he'd been asking for a bigger quilt and the first one I ever made for him, I kind of over quilted it. And you know, when you put way too many, all the fluffing fluff of a quilt pretty much gets mad, flattened down if you over quilt it. Mm-hmm. So this one will have a little more fluff to it, even though it'll be cotton on cotton on cotton. And I'll probably, um, this will get me to get that cutie frame out. <laughs> cutie? I oh, have, I have a cute, frame? I have a quilting frame that's a tabletop and, and I put it together and I kind of like swirled around, but I didn't actually put my machine or do it. I haven't actually used it yet. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, they have these accessories. I can't get an accessory till I actually use it at least once <laughs> to see if, if try I'm, it, you know? Yeah. 
And so that'll be the thing that I'm going to try it on. Nice. It, and since I only have like a, a what a couple more weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the the squares are put are almost all made, and then I'll have to lay them out and just put them in. But they're big. I like. I really like this idea of big squares. Yeah. It's making it go fast. Mm-hmm. It's, are you? Oh, sorry. Dad, no. Oh, I was going to say, are you, you're putting batting inside? I am going to put batting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, because I know that he wants it, it to be cuddly. Oh, okay. And if, if I just did the flannel and the other, it's a little too thin. He likes it to be a little, a little more, squishy. especially since I'm not, I'm going to just do in the ditch or, you know, close to, I'm going to just outline. Yeah. And if it's a camping shapes. slit, you probably want a little heavier, right? Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. Cause uh, hopefully we'll be able to take that camping. Um, and then I'm working some more on the the sweater, the uh, La Bien, not La Bien, I mean, that's the yarn. That's the yarn for the other one. The La Prairie. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm almost through the second fade. Mm-hmm. And I'm just about ready for, um, I'm almost to the part where I can set this aside and pick up for the, the fronts, which I hear the group is already doing. They are. <laughs> I've helped two or three people do it so far. So Yay. it's time. Yeah. Yeah. This is a group that doesn't wait for the doesn't wait for the class, but that's fine. There's a lot of stitching on size two and a half yeah. needles. So the, I let them just go as fast as they want to go because it's a lot to get yeah. accomplished in I there. I feel like I'm knitting one of these two <laughs> with all of the uh, yeah, that's with all of the helping I have I have done this in the last couple of weeks. I'm like I don't need to make one of these. Yep. I don't want to make one of them, but I nope. also like just yep. from helping all the people, I'm like, okay, uh, I know how this works. Yep. <laughs> I kind of feel like that we all get to experience the sweater with whoever is teaching it yeah, at the I, time. Um, I learned about when we other- were at the yarn store, there were several projects that like everybody made that when I went to make myself, I had already knitted like empathetically so many yes. times. The first thing that comes to mind is the peace shawl. <laughs> yep. I've never made one myself. But I had to have helped hundreds of people make. Yeah, <laughs> and then you start. You're like, I don't want to do this. I've right? I, this. I literally did start it. And I was like, Ugh, <laughs> no. <laughs> got a few more things. Uh, so one of the some of the yarn that we got up in I got when we were up in Cambria. Um, I'm like, you know what? I need a project that is kind of mindless, mm-hmm. and they're on thirteen th- size thirteen needle, and at the time. I just bought two of these giant big balls of Barocco Dash. Mm-hmm. I thought, I'll just make the scarf. I'll make the cowl because they're not cheap. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, oh, heck. Well, how about I just save them and make the thing I really want to make, which is the vest? Do I want to make the vest or the sweater? Yes, I want to do both. <laughs> so I, I, I did go to yarn.com because they are cheaper. You know, you get a discount. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is on its way. But I did start. I thought, I'm going to just make... I don't, they don't all have to be the same color. I like. I'm mixing up all the colors. I got like oh, one of each. Fun. So the dashes. It's like cream colored um, fat yarn, and it's really a chainette, but it's so fluffy it doesn't feel like a chainette. It'll be fun because all the colors are the same background color. That'll yeah, be it's all the same. Yeah, you, all of the balls, no matter what color the dashes are, have the same cream background. So yeah. it's going to almost be this little rainbow of dashes. That's cute. So I've got Rainbow that dash. going on. Rainbow <laughs> Dash. Uh, what else? Okay, here's my tragic thing. I've been stocking. I really, really liked your faraway jumper. Uh-huh. And I really, really liked it. And I thought, okay, at one point, 
I was like, after our, after I'd been working, I took it on the, on the trip. Yeah. Worked on it on the trip. Um, and then I'm like, oh, even though I've, I've, I'm mixing more colors farther down in the body of it. I don't think I'm going to, I was getting down to the bottom. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to have enough of the main color still. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I think I just need two, but I should order a third. You know, should I do or three or four? Uh-huh. I ordered three. I should have ordered four. Oh, oh no. no. I have been stocking UPS because it was supposed to come today. It was on the truck, but I live at the farthest point. And why won't they start in my town and work their way back to Ventura? So, well, because the UPS hub is just like right over there. I, I know, but I was like, if they get back to my house soon enough, I can go pick it up and I can come back and I can be the last one. I'd be working on it and let it be a finished object. <laughs> no, that's not right. That's not I, I have. But on that wish. all I have oh, look at that. is the last. Oh, man. Is the, the cuff and a couple rows. So close. Jeez. So close. It's but really cute. It's though. like. It's like sunflowers on a May gray day. Yeah. Did you add okay. any length to the body or did you make it as the pattern set? I made it as the pattern set. Yeah. Have also, because I like it. Have you tried it on? I haven't tried it on. It is what it is. But you know what? I now have extra yarn once I finish. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I, kn- always make because I know how much the, it'll take for the cuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the bottom ribbing. Nice. Um, but I decided that... It, it, it does look, it looks like it's a little, sh- going to be a little short, but I think it, it will stretch some, but also I think it's meant to be between your waist and your hip, like a high yeah, hip. Yeah. And sweaters always, they don't look the same laying flat as they do on your body. So yeah, it's not blocked or anything. It's cute. Um, but, and this is in Swish DK. So, Lovely. um, so nitpicks is like, they did send it pretty quick. It's just UPS is like. Why can't you go to my house first? <laughs> I mean, I could, I could have gone. I was out here all day. I could, I would have gone home, got it, and. But you know what? It's okay. It's not like I don't have other things to do. <laughs> uh, so I got some earth yarn when we were on the trip, mm-hmm. but I didn't make anything with it. <laughs> but I like the earth yarn, so I got some other yarn, and I'm making a scarf. With um, it's kind of like a little bit of a sampler of two different things, and it uses a solid earth yarn, and then it uses a fingering weight. Both of them are fingering weight, and like the background is black, and then the other one, earth u r t h, is one of those long repeat, long color repeat self striping Uh blended type of yarn that uh one of our one of our um members Minty turned me on to, and I kind of love it. Um, what's the name of the pattern? It's prismarine scarf. Cool. And um, that's a knit thing to do. But they also ca- they also have... The- Unique has their own Tunisian reversible scarf, which um, is done with their worsted weight version. And it's a Tunisian chevron. Oh, that's oh, fun. fun. Okay. The, it's fun because it lets each... You know, the colors sort of change and you get different colors on the forward pass than you get on the return pass the mm-hmm. way they overlap um cute and yeah so and it so I th- at least one of these i think the tunisian one for sure will be a sampler a class sample because i think that would be a fun teaching uh, how to do a chevron increases and decreases mm-hmm. but in a simple in a in a scarf not mm-hmm. in a big big project but right. just in something like a big blanket or something yeah so uh other than that i think i covered everything i did do i have um a design that's coming out this summer as a collaboration with aquarius make 
yarns um and it's going to be um what is it gonna be it's going to be two big rectangles thrown together i don't want to call it a poncho because poncho has i was looking it up and poncho actually has specific cultural meaning and it's not my culture so i'm calling it a mantle it's it basically it's covering your shoulders it's it doesn't really have sleeves like poncho doesn't have sleeves it just had and i can at least show you my swatches so i don't i i've talked to a couple different tunisian designers and I'm like, have you seen this stitch before? I haven't seen this. And I looked it up and I sort of mixed different stitches. It's like a Catherine wheel, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of like a broomstick lace. Mm-hmm. Cool. And it's done in Tunisian. Um, so it's, uh, I, I'm loving how it comes out and it, it can be reversible. Actually, the backside's kind of nice too. But it, um, so I have to come, I just called it a twisted Kate cool. <laughs> with a C. And the body of it will be just in this stitch. I mean, it works up pretty quickly, even though it's on a US 7 hook. Uh-huh. Each row is half an inch. Nice. So it goes, it's it's lacy. It's a yarn eater. It's yeah. a yarn eater. It, and it really does. I'm kind of surprised how much yarn it takes. <laughs> but on the other hand, because I'm like, wait a minute. I was trying to do my yarn yardage estimates because I'm going to have it in 13 sizes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Cause it's just, that's the number of sizes I like when I'm designing garments and I'm like, does it really have to, it's lace. It's that open. Does it really use that much? But mm-hmm. I measured my weight and I feel like this is still crochet. Yeah. yeah. It still eats more yarn. Also the other name for a Catherine's wheel is the yarn eater. I thought. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what, oh. Remember that's what Elisa used to It's like to a yarn eater scarf. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I could see that. Also, I'm doing these Tunisian double crochets, but I'm doing the knitwise into the stitch to open it up a little differently. So that's a little different. But anyway, that, you that means nothing to me. My knowledge of Tunisian crochet. Well, usually you have the okay. Let's say you have two legs on a stitch, right? Yeah. Mostly in Tunisian crochet, you only have one leg facing the public. Okay. And so you have this vertical bar, yeah. and everything. Oftentimes, most of your stitches are only worked in that vertical bar. Uh huh. Um, and so that you, your hook never goes to the back of the work. It's always just kind of tucking in behind that vertical the bar, front the front. Yeah. The front okay. leg. So knit wise is where you're going in and to the back and it makes it look like knitting, oh, neat. but it's with a crochet hook. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to make the stitch kind of open up and lay flat and look, have a different look. That's what I did. Nice. So I say when I want my fabric to look like knitting, I you knit. knit, you just knit. Tunisian's <laughs> <laughs> fun. It is. I mean, if I drop, I don't have to worry about dropping a stitch because it's only going to go one way. Yeah. One place. True. It's not dropping all the way. That's true. Every time I make a mistake, I do have to rip a lot more back, but I can't just spot fix it like I can in knitting. Anyway, that's, that's where I went crazy. I did work more on the, you know what? No, I don't think, I think since we last talked, I don't think I've really worked any more on the camper quilt because mm-hmm. yeah. I got to focus on my husband's quilt. Cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, well, we can do finish stuff now. Sure. What did you finish, Katie? I finished the quilt top for the Poppin' Posies quilt. All right, let's see it. I didn't bring it with me because I forgot, <laughs> but I have a picture of it. There okay. is it laid out in my living oh, room. Oh, it turned out really cute. Oh, it came out really cute. Yeah. And that's you're keeping that one, right? Um, no. Are you it's gifting it? It's a secret. It? It's a secret. I can't gift. say what its oh. intended use is, but okay. it is my my 
idea was like a really 70s kind of color palette. So I've got like salmony pinks, like, uh, what do you call it? Avocado greens, some like sunflowery yellows. And then the checkerboard blocks that go in between are like chocolate brown and off white. And after I finish it, I kind of regret that I didn't use like, um, like a soft pink or something for the in place of the white like a warmer color oh. like a really light peach or something i still really like it but yeah, i'm like it, it could have really been like there's just I'm like oh, I, I wish it was a different color it's maybe a little groovier like 60s ish yes with the, with the white. yeah yeah and i and i really am it's happy with it cute. how it turned out um i haven't quilted it yet but i think it's gonna be um very cute when it is done way cute um so I finished that. Oh, I forgot quilt pops go in. What do you finish? I count them as what you yeah. finished. You yeah, can okay. count them as in progress if you want, but we'll I think a quilt top we'll is on its own. Yeah. yeah. A quilt is really two projects in one. <laughs> right? Okay. Really? Yeah, I'm going to remember that for later. Yeah. It's yeah. like you finished it. Maybe mine. the whole quilt's it's not like finished. It's like three. You got to yeah, make the top. You got to quilt it and then you got to bind it. And I feel like yeah, you gonna... That's true. I don't know. Maybe I just want to add more things to my list. I mean, I don't know about the binding. We'll have to have a ruling on um, uh, you know what it is? Is whatever you want it to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, to be three okay, projects, right? I feel like binding is in that same category of does it count if you haven't woven in the ends? Oh. Yeah, it's not finished until it, you have finished sewing the binding on, which you could do either. Oh, but we said you don't have to weave in your end. <laughs> oh, that's finished. true. That's what I'm well, saying. I, mean, I guess you could use a quilt with the binding. Well, no, because then it's you just going to no, fall no, apart. You no, know, you can zigzag the edges and make it I like a raw edge. It doesn't look great, but <laughs> don't be using your quilts if you haven't bound it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, say, yeah. I say that you that will be sad work that way. <laughs> but I'm comfortable with the three project layers. So maybe I'll just remember that for later. Maybe weaving in ends is like the fancy people in quilting who bury their ends. Because oh, I ain't doing that. No, no. <laughs> but I guess some fancy people do. So that's that probably true, the equivalent, right? Um, if I was more disciplined, but I'm just too lazy to do that. I'm just going to, I just tack in place. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm okay with that. I'm not, it's not going into a competition or a show. So yeah, if I'm confident that it's not going to fall apart, then it's good enough. Close enough is good enough. Isn't that Uh what we say? Uh Um, I also made a bunch just like in the last couple days. Um, I have been getting (laughs) you, uh, I have been getting into playing D and D, which is not something that I have ever done before. All right. But James is like the the master, right? So that's what the cam snaps are for. Um. Oh, I'm so excited. So James is like running this campaign with his cousin and like some friends, and like I'm friends with all of them. So I've just been going to hang out while they play, which is fun. But then, like you guys sound like you're having fun. I kind of want to play. Yeah. So James is teaching me how to play. I haven't I haven't uh, jumped in yet, but. As I am want to do when I have a new thing that I am excited about, I want to buy and own all of the accompanying things that go well, with yeah. said thing, right? So I made a dice tray for myself, um, which I forgot to grab when I left the house, but I have the fabric that I made it out of so you can see. Oh, I just knocked that with my elbow. So I have this. <laughs> that's perfect. Yep. I have this um, dice fabric from. Oh, oh that's fun. It's a ruby star fabric. Oh, I love it. Um, just this fabric because it's perfect color yes it's like a nice like cyan blue um with a little white dice on it die they're just the six-sided die which i showed james i was like look at this dice fabric he's like they're only six-sided die and i was like okay, okay whatever well, like a lot of the world just uses six right die. i'm like sorry they didn't have d20 fabric at yeah. super fuzzy today <laughs> um so i made I've one for, for you, so you 
Oh, okay. That's good to know. <laughs> um, I made one for myself and then I made four more so I can take it to the uh, to my friends and see yeah. if they anybody wants one. But basically, it's like um, two pieces of fabric with some interfacing in the middle to give it some like sturdiness with snaps on the edges so that you can like snap the little edges closed and it makes a little tray. So it's like a little rectangle tray that you sit on the table. You can roll your dice in it so they don't roll all over the place. Um, I based the pattern. James has like a real one that he bought on Amazon or whatever. So I just stole the measurements from it. And I was like really overthinking it when I was like contemplating how to make this. I was like, well, I have really stiff interfacing. I could put it at the bottom and then not up the sides because then it wouldn't bend and then it wouldn't like lay right. Like, I don't know what I would, I got really like Deep bogged into down it. into it. Yeah. And I was like, well, what, I guess what would happen if I just put like, I think it's um, two layers of like the shape flex interfacing. Yeah. Um, and it works just fine. And I was like, why was I overthinking this so much? <laughs> so I have one with that's uh, black and red with like skulls and roses. This is all just stuff from my uh, that's so stash. Fun. So that's the first one. I just love you had that in your stash. Something you know, skulls and roses. In I made a project bag for somebody because they're a crocheter um, years ago when I saw this fabric. I was like, this is perfect for them. They also happen to be in the D&D group. Oh. So I'm like, hey, I still have that fabric left. I might. Let's see if they want one. That's fantastic. Um, and then I have this uh, purple and white dotty print. Um, I don't know. I found that in my stash. This bug fabric that oh, I love it. this was a tote bag I made for James and I just had a tiny little bit left. And then the last one is this little blue triangle print one. Um, so I made a bunch of those. I'm going to have to show that to Alexander when we post this because he's way into D&D. He's, yeah. He's in two games. And uh, <clears throat> maybe that's what he'll need to make his friend. I will share my very uh, remedial pattern it's if you want it. It's fantastic though. Cause my measurements. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're really fun. Um, and it's like, like I said, I didn't want to think too hard about anything. So I just dove into my stash and made a bunch of these. Nice. And thank you to Karen for providing the cam snaps because she wasn't using it's them. And I said, hey, stash. can I have those? <laughs> yep. That and it had fine. lots of colors. Yep. So I was happy to lend, lend to help to the cause. Those yep. are going to be a hit. Yeah. So I made the dice tray for myself out of the dice fabric. And I also made a little matching zipper bag out of it for, you know. Dyson, all that uh-huh. other good stuff. I, I see I see future, you know, boutique projects. Maybe. That's a highly specific yeah. market. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to call it a dice tray. It could be True. any kind of oh, tray. It's a tray. Any yeah. Kind of the other cool True. thing about these, which I figured out, is like you they're flat, right? So yeah. it's easy to take with you. You mm-hmm. can also fold them and like snap them to themselves so it's even smaller oh. to like fit in your backpack or whatever. Shit. Um yeah. That's awesome. I was pretty pretty proud of those. Yeah. Cool. Um, that's about all that I finished lately. But you're right. It's a couple sewing projects. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, those are really fun. We got Alexander a dice castle. Mm-hmm. Where you roll a tower. Dice. Ta- yeah, yeah. Dice tower. Thank you. And it was hard to shop for that because there's a lot. Yeah. And some of them are very intricate. Yes. And made of all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to get. A lot of people make a lot of accessories yes. for tabletop gaming. Because I told James, yeah. I was like, what do I need? He's like, well, you don't really need anything. Yeah, your and imagination, I'm like, a notebook. But I want dice. stuff. So, yeah. like, what do I need? <laughs> well, and then all the cool dice is yeah. another world. Yeah. I've we been went... following this girl who does resin dice. 
But a set is like $160. Have you seen the squishy dice? I came across this person on Instagram who makes big D20 dice, but they're silicone. And they work as a dice, but they're squishy. And I'm like, I want a squishy dice. Yeah. Um, They're very funny. Um, I'll see if I can find the... I saved them on Etsy because I was like, I don't want that. That sounds Um, like Adventures in Jelly. It's very similar, like same vibes because they'll like post a picture of them. And I'm like, I want that. Cool. Um, Let's see if I still have it in my cart on Etsy. I don't think I do. Um, Yeah. So we went to the, uh, the comic book game store and I bought some dice and... Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I we're supposed to. Well, they're meeting to play this Sunday. I have to work on Sunday, so I'm bummed. I won't be able to to jump, jump in, in, but that's all right. What kind of character will you build? I am not sure yet. I am v- working on it. Cool. There's a lot to learn. Right, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I am so confused. I tried and I got overwhelmed. And yeah. then Alexander tried to lead us through something, and we got like bogged down and stuck in a cave or something. <laughs> and he, he so wanted us to progress, and yeah. none of us were making choices that would progress us. Yeah, I don't so- have a skill set to get myself out of a bog. Cave. <laughs> right, right. And then, and thus ended my idea that we would have like a Sunday night family. Yeah, because it's right. Everybody's the right age and like That's a good into title. it. Yeah. When you find yourself stuck in a bog cave. <laughs> um, the person who is in charge of running the game is called the Dungeon Master. Mm-hmm. So it is very convenient for me that I am married to and live with the Dungeon Master. Because I can be like, I'm confused. What does this mean? Yeah. Because I'm like reading through my little player's handbook. And I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. And he's yeah. like, oh, you don't have to worry about that. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. Because if I was on my own, I would be like, nope, can't do it. Too many, Too many things to learn. It's kind of. A steep learning curve. Yes, very much so. But it does seem really fun. Yeah. Um, I have finished a few things. First, I'm going to show you my scraps. Okay. So Dante, every few years I make him a bunch of pajama pants. He has grown about six inches since the last time I did it, which I think in 2021 I gave him a week's worth of pajama pants for as part of his birthday. And those have been destroyed and um not not appropriate for public consumption Mm. (laughs) (laughs) also they're about six inches too short so it's hilarious when he puts them on and um i was like it was worth it to me to like add that on or that as a purchase to go make an excuse to go to mnl in orange county Mm -hmm. but their flat holds the the flannels up to 3.99 Uh which you might as well just go to joanne's when they're super snuggle flannel is on sale right it's not worth driving to orange county for that so um it was down to 2.99 for their memorial day sale at mnl no at um super, at, at joanne's joanne's so i got this cute doggy fabric cute kind of they are really cute and when it was being rolled out the girl cutting the fabric and um, this older lady came up and they're like oh that's so cute i'm like yeah that's as cute as you can get with a 15 year old boy it's okay because it's all dogs yeah it's very <laughs> cute um this one was lusted after in my cart and i had to like kind of like growl a little <laughs> bit you know <laughs> like, Step just off get a fabric. little bit like that's my cart because it's a light blue background and red, white, and blue video game themed with That's like so stars cool. on the screen. So this girl walks by and she's like, it's a patriotic themed video game. It's like, well, yeah, it is. Get away. <laughs> it's um, my, looking at my fabric. patriotic uh, video game. The next one is Sorry. navy background with a bunch of to-go coffee cups. And they have cute things on them that say like, good morning, wake up juice. Cute. 
then um, a blue kind of navy themed um, camo. And these are black background ones. A classic arcade game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the planets in like kind of a cutesy cartoony way, but not too cute. And then um, spacemen doing things like playing catch with uh, meteors and uh, <laughs> writing. Um, what are those called? When you go on the snow on a skateboard. A snowboard? snowboard. snowboard. A s- <laughs> you know, one of those snow skateboards. <laughs> it's an overlapping skill set. <laughs> uh, it's possible if you can do one, you, you have a better chance of doing the other. Yeah, they're kicking kicking like soccer balls, the meteorites do. It's cute. Cute. So, seven pairs of pajama pants. And I That's a lot of pajama lazy, pants. I wanted the lazy pattern. Sold out. And you know what comes in two two versions? Mm. One that's like a family version. And oh, then, yeah. And um, both versions all sold out. So I bought the next best simple pattern that, um, that um, was easy, but in two pieces instead of one. And um, he likes a couple of pairs of commercially made pants because they have pockets, he was telling me. And I said, yeah, in the last batch, I couldn't put pockets in because it's a lazy pattern. But you know what's terrible, kid? I could have put pockets in this group. But <laughs> I didn't. I was talking to James because I've made him pajama pants many times. And I was like, you need new pajama pants. He's like, yeah. Can you please put pockets in these next ones? And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> well, if you're only making one or two, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But if I'm batch sewing a week's worth. Yeah, no, that's that's too much work. But. <clears throat> okay, so I did finish the baby size of the cozy cabin quilt. Oh, well, that's so sweet. This one's the same oh. pink background, but with like a bright pink and green and yellow polka dots. It's, this one's six different back corners. That's so cute. And then I found a really cute flannel to back it. Nice. And I just did straight line quilting and it's bound. So Love this it. This is definitely a finished. Totally one. finished. So this is three finished objects right here. That's vi- yep, yep. I'll count it. Counts as uh, three. So I decided I could go ahead with the quilt pattern because Kevin said, "Hey, I need a baby gift." And I was like, "Perfect. It's a I Love can make it. the baby size of this. It's only six fat quarters, and um, I'll I'll actually do a few because I like to like find some fun project, make a cache of them." And then he sticks them in his classroom when he needs them. Mm-hmm. So I worked on this one. It took about a week of like times that I was here. So maybe two or three. I think it was three big chunks of time. And um, I cut out the pieces for this one. And I cut out the pieces for mine. And got to work. I come home and I show him the finished quilt. And he is appropriately impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, eyes get all big. But then he makes this other face. Oh. And this is when I get to be mean. So Okay. I know. There was a shortage fan being mean. So I don't really like PE teachers. Okay. <laughs> I have like a lot of trauma from PE. Fair. So like you could tell me all the wonderful things you did culminating into you being nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize and then tell me that you were a PE teacher. And it was just all right. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so you just negated all your goodwill. I'm sorry if you're a PE teacher and you're listening. You're probably a good person because you like um, crafty things. Anyway, 
he looks at it and he's like, Anne, this is for one of the PE teachers. <gasps> I was like, why didn't you tell me that to start with? Oh, because <laughs> you were afraid I wouldn't even come up with anything. <laughs> Which is, is I, not true. Um, so we, we're putting this away for some other future school baby. Okay. And he's like, all I was hoping for. Jelly roll run for the. (laughs) No, no, no. It's like, all I wanted was like a little hat. Because that was one of the, like two times ago I made it. Oh, yeah. uh, Half a dozen hats in different colors because they were also um, samples for the video class. So when I was done with them, I'm like, here you go. Here's your next six baby gifts. Mm -hmm. And so that's all he was imagining. And um, to his credit, he gave me a two-week notice on that. For one baby hat? That's yeah. plenty. But he didn't specify that he just, he's like, I just need a baby gift. I'm out. I'm like, <laughs> so I was like, excellent. I'm going to impress him with this quilt. So instead, I improvised this cute little baby hat. So oh, I has, love it when they got the little tie cute. on top. It has an umbilical cord and, you know, and Cute little lunches. cables oh, in there. Cables in the ribbing. Yeah, just a two-stitch cable in the ribbing. And then I did it as a detail in the decreases, too. Oh, cute. So it's this... One of the um, Lion brand yarns that's like feels like butter or something. Oh, yeah. And it's 100% nylon, which I don't know about, but it's very soft. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It's 246 yards. And I got three of these little hats. Nice. Out of that. That's great. Yeah. So I have a blue and a yellow and I'll make him sets out of those two and. He'll be nine babies in before he has to pick a, <laughs> another a worthy teacher to receive the oh, quilt. Yeah. Nice. Um, I love it. And then I finished my June hats, which are a fun slip stitch pattern where um, you can make two hats out of your ingredients. And one has, you know, this year in black and white. So one has the slip stitch detail boldly in white or cream. And the other one has it in black. And... Um, then you put a pom-pom on that's multicolor, which I do still need to add the pom-poms. Cute. But the hats are done. They've been done for a little while because it's a fun, quick pattern. And that is the end. Nice. Five hats, one quilt, seven pajama pants. That's a lot of things. Yes. I like volume. <laughs> that's good. That makes it for me because I did nothing. You did nothing. <laughs> I you did nothing. Things. I finished nothing. Yeah. Sometimes that's fine. It's, a, it's the balance of the universe. That's right. You're having a starting month. Totally. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh, anybody have what anything obsessed they're with? obsessed with, excited about? Um. I guess I have to go first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. We have Apple TV Plus, and they just came out with a second season of Prehistoric Planet, which oh, yeah. is um. It's sort of like if um Planet Earth was about dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So David Attenborough um, narrates it in it. I think this season is like six or s- five or six episodes long. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's uh, we, we love a good nature documentary. Mm-hmm. And these are fun because it's like, oh, I didn't know anything about all these cool dinosaurs and stuff. And it's fascinating and it's done really well. Like the CGI is mind boggling. <laughs> um, so I highly recommend uh, we blew through that when it came out but it yeah, was I, very fun to watch i watched the first season with my family it yeah was very entertaining loved it that's it that's, <laughs> that's my one awesome. thing awesome awesome uh how about you karen Tell i have two obsessions thing. okay uh, all about them. one helps the other oh, good. okay <laughs> so 
I've been working on getting my hair in good condition. Mm-hmm. Of course, in two weeks, I'm going to chop about five inches off. I'm going to go for a chop. But in the meantime, I'm trying to keep the scalp and everything. So I would heard about fermented rice. And I thought the only thing is fermented rice water is really stinky. Mm-hmm. As so, many fermented things are. <laughs> so instead, I am fermenting it in coconut water. Because coconut water is good for your hair and your scalp. Um, it's also your hair feels so silky. You just nice. on just on wash days. But then what do you do? Because I only need water. What do I do with the rice? I, I throw know. the rice, fermented rice in my garden, particularly in my worm farm, which I'm obsessed with. So you have a lot of drunk worms. <laughs> uh, are you guys... Trauma- uh, traumatized by worms? I don't think so. Sometimes okay. some squirming things can be triggering for me, but oh no, that's not. Oh, okay, yeah. it's so fun. Is worms like happy? They are like super happy. They're like <laughs> gra- I mean, one of the rice kind of stuck to it and it's just <laughs> going along. Um, I've got that in the in the back bed that needed a lot of help, and I have, and I'm obsessed with my garden. Um, what are you growing? What's coming up first? Uh, well, the beans are taking forever because they need warm sunshine <laughs> and they're not getting that and they're looking no. kind of anemic. But the tomatoes are loving it. The berries are going crazy. Nice. We've got blackberries from last year. It's kind of crazy how if you actually give them food, <laughs> they grow better. lots yeah. of berries. So they're going crazy. Um, I'm growing potatoes. That's so cool. I've got, I'll show you that the video for that because... Uh, um, so I did a little short little video of a walk into my garden. Aww. And oh, yeah, I saw that on Instagram today. Yeah, and I, nice video. Thank you. And um, wait, wait till you get to. So someone else I know from Instagram and from the design world, she had this great idea to go to the dollar store and get like waste baskets, you know, like the just a plastic ones, drill holes in the bottom and make potato and grow potatoes in them. Mm-hmm. Our local one doesn't have that, so I did get the the ones from Green from Green Thumb that are just like those uh, mm-hmm. cloth felt mm-hmm. one, great, just gray felt. Um, you start off, but you put your you by only putting about four inches of dirt in, and you put your potatoes in, you just barely cover it. And as the plants grow, you throw some more dirt in, mm-hmm. and they grow some more, and you throw some dirt in. And now I'm just about at the top of my thing, and hopefully I'll get a bunch of baby Yukon cold potatoes. That's oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that, that and cool. the berry and the berries are huge. You can tell by the size of the flower. Mm-hmm. We had really, really big flowers. And so now the berries are going to be big. Yum. But they're like staying green for a long time because, you know, no sunshine. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were excited about the gray. <laughs> <laughs> I am, but I'm also impatient. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's fair. You can be two things at once. You're a dynamic person. <laughs> and we're in by having raised beds and the watering system is like those the sweat ones. We're not just like wasting a lot of water. It holds holds water pretty efficiently. We don't have to water that often, at least not not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I planted a bunch of stuff from seed. So it's an inexpensive way. Um, most of that was from seed. Toma- I think the tomato plants weren't and I have a Carolina Reaper pepper plant that mm-hmm. I'm waiting. But it's not doing very well. Again, peppers need sunshine. They do. Yeah. If any of you guys would like some of my Carolina Reapers, my family nope. thinks I'm trying to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> I would also think that if you presented me with it. 
Here, um, I, I like a little I'll heat, put it in my kimchi. But, yeah, I like a little heat, but that's a little high on the Scoville scale for me. Um, I am obsessed with a real downer. Oh. oh. Have you guys watched The House of Hammer? The House of Hammer? Yeah. Uh-uh. It's the documentary about how disgusting Army Hammer is. Oh, um, no. I haven't. It's, it's worth watching because some things are worth bearing witness to. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like shocking in my own brain. Every time they show him, he is so extremely handsome. Yeah. But he is so extremely awful. Yeah. He's really a bad guy. So I was Googling um, like things about him that were coming up. And I think it was shown to me on, it's on um, whatever it's called now, Max. Right. Instead of mm. HBO Max. Yeah. And I think it was trending because it was revealed yesterday, sometime during the day, on 31st of May, that he will not be charged with any of the um, sexual assault charges mm. that were being levied. Nice. Wow. Even though, in his own text messages, he says what he did. Right. How? And did he plea bargain? This or? one, no, he's just not being charged. Because, you should. I mean, you should watch it. Because it's so enlightening. The Arm, Arm, Armand Hammer family mm-hmm. and its tentacles and tendrils that have woven their way into the 20th and 21st century are everywhere. Wow. <laughs> and, um, like, Army Hammer's grandfather murdered someone in cold blood, and his father was able to get him off with a bribe. Wow. Gross. So, um, that's what's ping-ponging around in my brain right Yeah, now, is this bad guy. Is that stuff? Yeah. Uh, it's a really interesting documentary, because he targeted absolutely stunning women, and then destroyed them. Mm-hmm. And, um, you, you look at these people who present their lives so perfectly on Instagram, and the courage it takes to show that their lives weren't perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. And the abuse that they suffered at someone's hands has inspired other people who aren't necessarily victims of this victimizer. Yeah. Um, to be able to have the strength to get out of their bad situations, mm-hmm. too. Mm. Um, anyways, it's... Fa- it's Yeah. it's heavy stuff but i think it bears witness and i don't think i'll ever be able to watch that guy or financially support anything that he's a part of because that's the next step is rehabbing his image and i really hope i really hope that he can't rehab it i really hope that that he may have gotten away with this with what he's been doing but i hope that it, that it's still a career wrecker for him. I hope so too, but I don't have a lot of faith. People in, have short memories. Yeah, I don't have a lot of faith in um, media consumers. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because I was sitting there watching this, hearing about the horrifying things he had done and admitted to in like that all these women have text chains with and some have pictures like, and I'm still looking at him he's so handsome. Yeah. You I know. know. <laughs> I mean, both things can be true, but yeah. it's sad that it's, that your first thought isn't necessarily like, 
Ew, look monster. at this piece of shit. You're yeah. like, oh, look at this handsome man, right? Oh, that's a nice picture of this him. This handsome piece Ugh. of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a downer, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's my current obsession. That's yeah. what my brain's that's fine. very focused it's on It's not always now. fun games, right? <laughs> no. But it's a it's a worthwhile watch if you are okay. like feeling particularly emotionally strong. Okay, it's a good watch. Good to know. I wouldn't recommend it on just any Tuesday. So watch. right, <laughs> be prepared. Okay, well, I think we've reached the end of our uh, podcast, guys. We're only at fifty six minutes. How did we do that? Uh... <laughs> Karen didn't have anything finished, so we got to skip over a chunk, but... It's okay. That's crazy. By next month, I'll have a laugh. Yeah. Okay, we'll make up for our a short our and sweet one. volume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with my, like, uh, slump and uh, everything, it's there's just not a whole lot going on with me, but... Yeah, I mean, I tried to carry you my really weight did here, your, You did the heavy lifting on this one, I think, for sure. Um, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, make sure you check out our Patreon if you're interested in supporting us and getting some bonus content. Um, that's at patreon.com slash strings and And check out all the fun classes we've got going on right now on our website at strings and things studio.com. Um, you could follow us on Instagram at strings and things studio. Um, we'll post pictures of all the things that we chatted about today. Um, so if you want to see what those look like, that would be there. Um, but yeah, other than that, we'll, uh, catch up with you guys next month. Yeah, have a nice gym. Yep, bye everyone. Bye. bye. Strings Unraveled is a production of Strings and Things Studio with Anne Leckervin Cazzoli, Katie Von Rader Fraker, and Karen Wilmoth. Recorded and edited by Katie Von Rader Fraker. Find us online at stringsandthingsstudio.com or on Facebook or Instagram at Strings and Things Studio. You can email us at stringsandthingsinfo at gmail.com. 